Hello, Aroxians, and welcome to your only source of entertainment and news while you slaughter each other senselessly. This is Aroxas Radio. In today's news, has Cordium turned cold? In recent days, the sightings of player-made bases have gone from being a common sight in the continents of Aroxas to an uncommon one. To further grasp this phenomena, we at Aroxas Radio perform the customary Dance of Transparency. We are unsure if the dance was inadequate, performed incorrectly, furnished with improper sacrifices, or the developers were just pissed because it was a Thursday. But the only response we received was a lightning bolt, striking several of our staff. To the family and friends of our valuable and deceased members, we would like to remind you that we retain organ harvesting rights on all staff members both before and after they expire. Should one of the dark gods of Aroxas be listening to this, we would like to extend our apologies for the inadequacies of our dance. Now we move on to the faction announcements. The leader of the Vanu Sovereignty would like to remind all of the enlightened that use of the Lumine Edge as a vibrator is not considered safe knife practices. Such actions are not covered under medical or resurrection benefits. The chief engineer of the new conglomerate would like to announce the release of a new prototype rocket launcher module. This attachment will make minor alterations to the rocket's pathways, allowing it to more easily ram into allies without forcing them to turn off their brain and walk in front of it. He describes this new advancement as a miracle of efficiency. The Terran Council could not be reached for comment, as they were busy begging our dark overlords, the developers, to give them the technology required to fix the striker. The Secretary of the Council, however, would like to wish a happy birthday to her niece and nephew who have taken refuge in a bunker in Hassan. The Dark Ones could not be reached either, and considering the results of our earlier attempt, we at Aroxas Radio were, understandably, not in a hurry to try again. Moving on, we've just received a report that one of our staff, whom we marked as deceased, returned to life suddenly on the operating room floor. I'm told that this was before her organs were harvested, but after we had painted slander on her lifeless corpse. She wasn't well-liked in the office. She began speaking of infiltrator technology that would affect cordium deposits, and a wonderful world where the archer isn't capable of killing a power suit, which costs as much as a main battle tank, in only two hits. Then she noticed what we'd written on her and began shouting at us. A couple tranquilizer darts took care of that in a jiffy. And now for sports. Today's blood sport, Tips and Tricks, is brought to you from the Yamix of the Miller Multiverse. Do you feel like being a complete asshole? Do you still want to be a productive member of your team while pissing people off? Then this tip is for engineers of all factions. Just sneak behind enemy lines and find your enemy's vehicle spawn pads. Place your tank mines on the road, right outside the pad, and you're guaranteed to annoy anyone and everyone on the enemy team. Just don't place the tank mines too close to the pads, unless you like blowing yourself up. Next, we have the traffic report. And it was a tough day for us all. All eyes were on Esamir today as an NC push towards Snowshear Watchtower clogged the roads. Dozens of vanguards, sunderers, and harassers took the little base by storm. 
The Terran Republic made short work of the Freedom Fighters, as the new conglomerate learned that running over your engineers for fun is not a good battle strategy. Traffic was clear soon after, as NC Max units made quick work of the Terran Prowlers. That's all the news for today. We will end with the Weapon Showcase, courtesy of Nanite Systems. Today we are presented with the NS7 PDW, the versatile, all-class, all-faction submachine gun. It plays the role of the middle ground SMG and comes with a decent muzzle velocity which makes it useful out to medium range if necessary. On top of these wonderful benefits, the gun is beautifully quiet with a suppressor attached, making only the slightest of clicking noises. However, its poor clip size makes dispatching more than one target per clip quite difficult. This humble reporter recommends that you either attach the extended magazine or pull back and reload between kills. That is, unless you enjoy having bullets in your spine. 